Welcome to Solation Radio with Sharon Maureen on Lift Your Spirits Radio. And I have been hosting over the last year for um, on the third Friday, and this is going to be my last show hosting. It's been a wonderful year. Uh, I appreciate the opportunity, and I am moving in to focus a little bit more on my business and my life coaching. So you'll still be able to find me and to reach out, and I'll give you more information about that. But I'm here to help you thrive from the inside out in Seattle. And so I am thrilled to in, uh, introduce you to my guest today, Christina Donka. And Christina and I met, um, I was trying to remember all the ways we had crossed paths early on, but I know that there was uh, through the church, I used to come and dance with me when I'm teaching Zumba. You frequented my store, and then you launched into this new life of yours. And I'm going to let you say something about that. But you um, helped me also with a, a blockage, uh, a way that I needed to have healing in my life, and you facilitated that beautifully. So I'm forever grateful to you for that and I'm really thankful that you're here with me today and so Christina I would just love for you to dive right in and and tell us a little bit about yourself um, who you are where you've come from whatever you feel comfortable sharing because I believe that our story is part of where we land why we do what we do it always together the good bad at least in our interpretation is good and bad Right, but then we get to see in perspective that it weaved together for something very beautiful. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, well, thanks so much, Sharon. And I'm going to caution everybody: I am by a window next to a train. So if you hear some train noise, that's the city. I'm in Chicago right now, um, but I do live near Sharon and her wonderful, beautiful store. Uh, and that is how we met. And Sharon's. Um, store and then her classes just just so embodies healing and Sharon you say you're grateful to me but I'm also really grateful to you so I want to start us talking you know in our talk today saying that um, thank you very much yeah you're welcome so my well today we're talking about homeopathy and homeopathy is a natural wellness modality. We'll get more into specifics on that, but that's kind of the story I'll tell you guys today. Um, so as, as everybody, you know, in our, in our country today, we are really struggling for healthcare overall, healthcare options, affordability, and, and also solutions that are maybe, maybe gentle, more gentle than, you know, some other solutions. And so the way I found the modality of homeopathy was about 20 years ago, my son had a sty in his eye and, you know, those usually go away and he, and we did all the right things. We went to the pediatrician many times and anyway, over nine months, the sty had gotten so large. I always equated if you take your pinky finger and put it in front of your eye and try to look past that, that's how big it was. Mm -hmm. So we then were referred finally to the ophthalmologist and she said, oh, we're going to, this is going to require surgery, maybe two or three because they come back. 
And I said, there's got to be another way. And I found this place in Bellevue, Washington, near where Sharon and I live. And it was called the Children's Homeopathic Center of Bellevue. And I went there and she did a very unique. She was a naturopathic doctor. She did a very unique interview. Um, homeopathic initial interviews take about two hours. And so we did this with my eight-year-old son. And when she was done, she gave him, uh, and, and we'll talk more about this later too, but she gave him what looked like these little tiny white sugar pills. And she said, I'll see you in three weeks. And I walked out of there and I thought that was our last chance. We're going to have to do surgery because what would these sugar pills do? Right. And this was a sty he had for nine months. And in within some time in those three weeks, it was gone completely. So that was my first introduction to this weird word called homeopathy. And so Boom. weird, right? <laughs> Love yeah. it. Yeah. So then, like Sharon said, you know, I was I was a mom. I had my two kids at home. We um we were homeschooling, so my time was spent with them. Um we had a cat who had asthma that required actually a lot of medical care. And when you love your animal friends, you spend time caring for them. Um, and then that was our next homeopathy success. This I had my cat who was just becoming obese. She was should have been about a about a 10 pound cat, not a tiny cat, about 10, but she got up to about 15 pounds. She was having more and more asthma attacks, about five or six a day on prednisone. And I thought maybe there's a natural wellness solution for the cat, right? We were still fully immersed in the paradigm. And sorry, you can hear my city noise now. It's okay. Um, but um, so we found a place called Mercy Vet and they had a homeopathic veterinarian and they did somewhat the same intake for a cat, albeit it was through through me, through the person, right? But it was an hour-long visit, not your regular 15 minutes in and out visit. And we even talked about the personality of the cat. And mm. she got those similar weird little sugar white pellets. And she went from five to six asthma attacks a day on prednisone as to being asthma attack free for 10 years, not one single asthma attack. So that and was one my of the things, One of the things we've said before, which is interesting, humans can get told it was a placebo effect. With an animal, there's not that, right? It, it doesn't get to try, you don't take out an animal. So it's pretty, right. uh, pretty tremendous story. And uh, like you said, we'll get into uh, uh, how homeopathy works and some of the options for people. But you said yeah. something that uh, really stuck with me. It said, there's got to be another way. You said, well, there, there's got to be. Well, in my journey, that's exactly what I said as a mother. You know, my child had been on antibiotics and, and I just, in my head, I said, there's got to be a better way. I hear that so much, uh, people coming into the shop and they've they've reached a limit or something in their heart told them there's got to be a better way another way and i think as we grow and become more expansive in our knowledge hopefully 
um, complementary medicine. I'm not going to call it uh, alternative. I hate that word. I think that it it was the mainstay for so long. The, the alternative medicine is Western medicine, in my judgment. So I'd like to change that frame. But hopefully, as we uh, almost reach a health crisis, like you said, people can't afford it. Um, they're not getting the results they want. They have to take more and more medications, some to counteract <laughs> the, yeah. the side effects of the ones they're taking. So homeopathy, um, especially with organizations and people like you, is going to get more notoriety. Notoriety. It's not new, is it, Christine? How long has it been around? Right. It's not new, <laughs> though it seems new in our country, yeah. you know, less than 2% of the United States population know about or use homeopathy, but it has been around for about 200 years. And with a prop, this is a great uh, tidbit, I like to say with with a properly prepared homeopathic medicine, which is regulated, by the way, by the FDA. So these are not some, you know, just prepared at home in a kitchen medicine. <laughs> they are, they are legal. But that's not so bad. Hey, that's, that's not, not so, so bad, bad either. either. <laughs> not so bad. Yeah, I love those myself. But they are legally um, prepared medications. And in 200 years with a properly prepared medication, as regulated by the FDA, there's never been any death. So think about that. You can't say that about Tylenol even, or, you know, name what we tend to think is a benign over-the-counter. But with homeopathy, it's been around for 200 years, and it's uh, pretty, pretty safe to use in general, used properly and prepared yeah. properly. Yeah, it's interesting when you said there hasn't been a death, and, and you say that with a chuckle, but the truth of the matter is one of a, um, the major causes of death is drug interaction, and, and we're not just talking about illegal drugs. I mean, that's a whole other topic. We're talking about legal drugs that people either don't understand, misuse, have allergic reactions. I don't know if you've seen a, a medication a commercial lately, but half the commercials about the possibilities of things that could go wrong and it's yeah. not that uh, you know we want to leave and live in fear but we we want to be mindful and we want to be wise and we and i know you and i want to let people know there's another way a, a better way and at one time you know maybe midwives and female healers were burned at the stake for being witches and homeopathy is uh, kind of ethereal in its concept, but yet it's very scientific. And for 200 years, like you said, it's being studied. Um, it's now regulated by the FDA, so it's obviously got notoriety in the medical field. It's just a very just uh, uh, what not the word decisive, but you need to know what you're doing. And it takes medical professions a while. How long had did you study homeopathy to do what you did? It wasn't a hey, let's click on the YouTube and watch a couple of videos, was it? No, that's a, that's a <laughs> great question. Yeah, that's a yeah. great question. So, well, so then after you heard my, you heard my son's story and then my cat's story. And so what, um, you know, and I, we just kind of continued dabbling. I knew, you know, you can buy homeopathy even now in, in Bartels or Walgreens, you don't, right alongside, say, the regular cold medicine, you can buy a homeopathic cold medicine. You may not realize 
that it's homeopathy, uh, but you can, and you can, so you can, you know, use remedies at home for certain things. And that's what I did, but without really studying hard, it, it's, it's, it can be challenging. And so when my daughter went off to college, I went off to homeopathy school and that was a three-year program. Uh, we, I believe, including, you know, the in-class time and clinic, we did two years of clinic where I saw many, many clients, you know, face-to-face and we heard their stories and, and what their concerns were. Um, so we did that for two years, every single Friday. So it added up to almost 2000 hours to study homeopathy over those three years. Um, and then when I was done, there is a board certification exam that you can take as a homeopath. Um, and I did that. And so I've been doing homeopathy now since I think I ended the program in, well, in 20, end of 2019. So right before mm. 2020 is when my class graduated. So it was, it, you would definitely have some commitment. And would you say it was just a, a calling almost? There was something inside you that would not let it go. Once you just thought you was like, this is, this is for me. This is what I'm destined to do. I, th- I guess so, because, you know, just with seeing it over and over and over work and even before going to school, you know, I I told my two big stories, but I've got so many little stories along the way. But I was really so I was really convinced this is important to know. I wanted to know it in a systematic way. I'm also an accountant, so you can imagine mm-hmm. we, you know, mm-hmm. I like systematic ways of learning and framing things. And so I, I, and I just by a fluke found that this was even an option, you know, you people, people don't realize that there's this option to become Mm -hmm. a professional homeopath because it's not in regular colleges, you have to seek out, you know, there's about six programs in the country right now that are that could lead to this certification that I have. So it's hard to find. uh, But I found it and, and I guess I was just ready, you know, I wanted to learn Mm -hmm. and then I wanted to bring this to people that I knew were suffering. Part of that also was, you know, I would hear somebody say, oh, I have this X, Y, Z thing. And I, and I would, I, early on, I would say, oh, well, homeopathy, homeopathy. And they look at you like you were completely crazy. So I wanted some sort of credential too to be able to say, well, now, you know, I know about this. This can help you. I still don't go around doing that because people still think, mm-hmm. you know, I'm crazy, but now at least I can do that with some confidence. Oh, yeah, so- many you're in good company because yeah. many that came out kind of came up with a cutting edge ideal were considered crazy, you know, and now uh, quantum energy, right? Who thought we'd see satellites following each other in the sky? It like in Starlink. There's so welcome to the club of crazy. That is usually where the world gets served from a very, um, I say, divine place. And it's not that you know um, other forms of medicine aren't guided by the divine, which I believe people are. Um, But I, I do say that there's a loss of vision of what 
we're supposed to do as healers, even medical, Western medicine. What is it? It's not just to throw another pill down somebody's throat. It's, it's to facilitate healing. And so I appreciate homeopathy because that's exactly in my mind's eye, if I were to explain it, it facilitates, it, it, it communicates not only, I think, on another plane, besides a scientific plane, there's another energetic plane that we fully don't understand. And when we get back from our break, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But it, it works on multiple planes. So in my own life, uh, I went to you. And, you know, being a healer and herbalist, I, with decades of expertise, I had this little challenge in my life, and I, I went to you, we did the intake, and the questions were so interesting. It was like, I almost remember thinking, she's really hearing me, and she's asking questions that matter to me. It wasn't like, where's it hurt, and how long's it been hurting, and let's give you a pill for that. You just really wanted to hear my story, and you went back with a team of experts and came back with a uh, what they call a constitutional remedy and this symptom that i was having which i had been to the doctor for um, several times and they kept saying to me there's really really nothing but what it, in my judgment now it was a broken heart you know it was grief that was stuck in my life and and uh, took the remedy and the symptom was literally gone and i was so grateful and it was magical, and I am really, really thankful. I became a believer in it. Uh, we carry it in our store, but I am not an expert. But the exciting thing is about homeopathy, with a good company, you don't have to be an expert. You get to look at the label, and it kind of just tells you, you know, your nose is stuffed up, take this one. You feel sick, take this one. And so I really, I really appreciate that. And so, Benny, I'm not sure if we're supposed to be going to break, but because we're doing this a little bit different this morning, but it is 820, and you are listening to Solation with Sharon Marine on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Stay tuned, and we'll be right back. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You'll receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whitby Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Hello, my name is Sharon Maureen, the owner of Twin Peaks Nutrition and Wellness in North Bend, Washington. I am a life coach, mentor, and I am the creatrix of the Solation System, 
looking at nutrition, offering tools, techniques, and routines to help women thrive through challenges and change. I offer decades of expertise as an herbalist, fitness coach, and health enthusiast. I can customize a program uniquely for you, expanding your inner strength, wisdom, and resiliency through small, daily commitments to yourself. Reach out to me today at SharonMarine.com. Talk radio that will get you thinking. Alternative Talk 1150. And thank you for listening to Solation with Sharon Marine on Lift Your Spirits Radio. And I've been talking with Christina Donka, and we've been talking about homeopathy and um, how she got into homeopathy, which, like most things that people get passionate about, there's something that becomes a catalyst, something that ignites a passion inside, something that speaks to you maybe from another plane. In your case, it was a son that had this thigh that grows it grew as big as the end of your pinky, so to speak. It was going to have to have surgery, and you found homeopathy, and it was gone in a matter of weeks after what nine months. Yeah, so it was it was pr- quite a story. And then you had a cat, and I you know, many people treat their cats like their children, and you did. It was like I've got to get my kitty help. He's fat. He's not healthy, and here you find a remedy for this kitty and. So it's exciting to hear stories and then exciting to see where it led. And you told us that you had a daughter that went off to college and then you decided to find a school and went back to homeopathy school, 2000 hours. So this is, it, this isn't a click on YouTube, get a certification in a couple hours. It was, it was a laborious, you were dedicated. And how old were you, Christine, if you don't mind me asking when you started studying? Oh, gosh, because, you know, you get to a certain age and you forget how old you are. (laughs) Um, But let's see, I think it was, I would have been 51. Yeah. Oh, my God. So you were a woman in her third chapter of life, which I've come to discover um, is at an actual stage that's being recognized. It's been coined, I think, by uh, maybe Jane Fonda, or at least I've heard her on a TED Talk. Uh, I've been studying it a lot because I'm focusing on that in my um, coaching career, helping women thrive in the third stage of life. And women more than ever are deciding in this third stage of life that there's something more for me to do. And maybe it's career shift. Maybe it's they've been a stay-at-home mom and they, they have this longing to learn something. And so I, it impresses me to no end. I have a, another friend that's just gotten another degree and she's in her late 60s. Um, I listened to a little interview yesterday of a woman who said she was 95 and uh, looked stately and, and beautiful walking through the park. And, and the interviewer asked her, what's your secret? And one of the things she said is keep learning, keep learning, yeah. keep pursuing interest. And curiosity is something that will generate an energy and catapult us uh, into the next calling. So I'm so happy. 51, you went back to school. Yeah. So and how did you feel about that? Were you uh, one of the older ones there? What was the ratio of men to women? What was your overall impression yeah. and how did it feel in your body? 
So interestingly, and not honestly even surprising, but homeopathy is usually oftentimes a second career. So it's you. So I was not, it was in, I was middle in the age range of my class. We had some younger, some older, um, a variety of backgrounds. So we had a, um, a computer tech guy. So in my class of 11, we had, we had one, one man and the rest were women, uh, computer tech guy, a teacher, two nurses, um, and then just a variety. I think we had a, we had um, one uh, woman that came in and joined us midway and she is, was an occupational therapist for children. So talk about really a great synergy between OT and mm -hmm. homeopathy. Um, and then a couple other, you know, people with different previous careers or jobs. So homeopathy is often a second career. Um, unless, you know, and, and then, and that's for the, the one thing is homeopathy because it's um, such a, it's infancy, even in terms of a profession in the United States, it can be practiced by people doing professional programs like I did, but it's also practiced, believe it or not, by a lot of medical doctors, naturopathic doctors, dentists, vets, um, you know, even, even people, uh, you know, doulas, midwives. So there's a lot of different ways to practice homeopathy. Um, and this, the professional program was the one that spoke to me, you know, without having to go try to go back to medical school or something like that. So oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes, it just makes me so happy to see people, especially women, pursuing and then seeing something like homeopathy get more interest by medical professions. That's exciting. And um, I know when I had a procedure, there, my uh, doctor asked, told me to take Arnica three days before and then continue afterwards. And then bromelain, which uh, bromelain can help with inflammation uh, without thinning the blood. So that was, was one of the reasons. Many times uh, doctors will have patients go off all supplements, but homeopathy um, under the right circumstances with the right guidance can be the perfect remedy to support you through uh, things yeah. that you may face. And yeah. I, I think that's something I'd like to have you address right now is that it's not exclusive. If you are in on a regular medication, uh, working with a Western doctor, this is not going to interfere. It could be very complementary to what somebody's doing and gentle. Is that, am I correct in saying that? Yeah, we, so we have, um, you know, I hear a lot of stories about people that, like you said, they are with their regular medical professional and they just want something else addressed, or maybe, you know, they're, they're pretty happy with their care, but they know something could even be a little better or, you know, whatever somebody individual needs. So home, if you would go to see a professional homeopath or maybe find a medical doctor that uses homeopathy, it's not an either or. You can mm -hmm. be on a prescription that you might need, you know, life-saving medicine somehow and still use homeopathy. The only thing sometimes we see is it's it might be a little bit harder for the remedy to act the way it would if you weren't on mm -hmm. any prescription medication. But homeop 
homeopathy and, and we use the words interchangeable homeopathy remedies, homeopathic medicines. They are, like I said, legally regulated medicines. Um, they are powerful. And so they can get through, you know, if, if you find the remedy that's needed, the right medicine that's needed, kind of like Sharon, you, you know, you mentioned, mm -hmm. we found the one that was needed for you. Uh, they can get through the, even if somebody's doing other medications. Right. That's, uh, thank you for clarifying that. Now, Christine, I'd love for you uh, to share in layman's terms, which you are excellent at, um, how in the heck does homeopathy work? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's a, and that's always a fun, that's always fun. So like we talked about, about 200 years ago, there was a German physician who was, uh, actually, he was very disappointed with the medical um, medical procedures of his time, right? So think about what was going on 200 years ago, probably some things that were, were pretty, you know, extreme and could be damaging. And he instead decided to start translating uh, books. And while he was doing that, he discovered this principle or this, the prince, I should say the principles of a medicine called homeopathy. And there's three, there's a, I mean, I could really spend a lot of time going into that story. We don't need to, but basically homeopathy is built on uh, the backs of three principles. And I'll just say what they are. So like cures like, We'll talk about that in a minute, totality of symptoms and minimum dose. And so the like cures like principle, think about it as um, substance that can cause disease symptoms in a healthy person, can help a sick person with the similar symptoms. And a really good, that's still even confusing, but a really good way to think about it is if you have an onion. You know how cutting an onion will cause watery eyes and sneezing, and it might cause burning eyes. It might cause a runny nose, depending on the type of onion and the person. So a medicine, homeopathic medicine made from an onion, there's actually one, it's called Allium Sepa, that will actually help heal similar cold and hay fever symptoms. So the symptoms caused from a raw, whole onion, in a, in a healthy person, just cutting an onion, the remedy made from that onion can heal those symptoms. So that's like cures like. So think about the onion. It's still a challenging concept, but think about the onion and, and you kind of can understand, you know, that what you're really doing with homeopathy is you're looking at symptoms and you're matching a remedy that's known to help those symptoms. Well, I know one of the common things even today is if a person gets sick uh, or goes to, and I don't know if they do it so much, but in in my day, Ipecac, right? They literally would drink Ipecac to make uh, somebody purge if they need to get something. And you can take Ipecac as a homeopathy to help nausea, correct? Right. And that's example. Yeah. So that- That's a good yeah. example. That's a really good yeah. example. Yeah. But sometimes people might feel kind of scary about it because like, for example, belladonna, right? Belladonna taking out nature, a flower, it'll, you know, it'll, it'll kill you. It'll, you'll get fever. You could, you could die yeah. from it. But as a homeopathy oh, yeah. remedy, 
um, because what happens, you, you talk about the dilution of the product. Is there really belladonna in this homeopathy remedy? No, so that's where the <laughs> FDA comes in and the regulation of manufacturing. So with homeopathy, um, and that's actually also another one of the principles in a way. Mm -hmm. So it's basically what you're looking at is just enough of a substance that to stimulate a healing response from the body. It's not actually the remedy or the medicine that is catalyze shouldn't say that that is healing because of a it's a material substance it's just enough of a substance's energetic imprint that stimulates or catalyzes a healing response from the body so like in Sharon's example with belladonna if you would take belladonna you know in crude natural form it's poisonous right you i mean and then she mentioned fever so interestingly enough, in homeopathic form, belladonna is one of the top remedies for fever. Mm -hmm. And by the time it's in a homeopathic form, there's no material substance. So you can't find for people that remember, you know, their their chemistry classes, you can't find atoms left in measurable atoms left in a homeopathic remedy. So you wouldn't find actual belladonna in a homeopathic medicine of belladonna and and it's it's again it's it's a it's so different from the way we think today that it takes a while to wrap your head around the principles but it's basically you just need to know that if the met the medicine um that you need is known to help the symptoms you're having then it will help it doesn't matter how much substances in there or what you can measure or not it's just that you match those symptoms with the person's having with the remedy that or the symptoms that that remedy is known to help and if you get the right match you will be able to help all right so you mentioned alan alan sepa for yeah. like onion for watery we've talked about belladonna for fever what are some other common remedies that someone could probably go to a health food store and pick up and and actually use and get the results they hope for. So everybody's most seems to be most people's favorite remedy is Arnica. That's the one you mentioned for bruising, very good for bruising and swelling. Um, uh, it's a great one to consider for at, right after an accident for if you feel like a, a sprain, sprained ankle, sprained wrist, something like that. So Arnica is the one. And it and Arnica is also confusing because you can get herbal Arnica. So if you can get a salve with Arnica, that's usually an herbal Arnica where you would have material substance, but you can get homeopathic Arnica. Um, and they work similarly, although believe it or not, homeopathic remedy, uh, Arnica is usually the one that works more deeply, even though there's not actual material Arnica in that, you know, in that homeopathic medicine. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's a great first one to know. It's also good for people that work out. And, you know, you work out too much and now your legs are hurting or you're just, you know, feeling kind of stiff and sore from working out too much. People will go grab Arnica. Um, 
it's a great one to think about after an accident. You say you fall off a bike or you trip while hiking. And with homeopathy, a really great way to get a match is you want, you're matching physical symptoms and mental emotional symptoms. So for Arnica, I always find it fascinating. One of the good symptoms to hear from a person that might need Arnica is they say they just fell down, they're laying on the hiking trail and you're trying to help them. And they're saying, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm fine. And they're clearly not fine. That's a really great indication that they could use some Arnica. Uh, that so that's sounds a, wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to talking to you more. And I'm going to ask you a few more questions about specifics that people can walk away with very valuable information. And you have been listening to Solation with Sharon Marine, and we're with Christina Donka talking about homeopathy on Lift Your Spirits Radio. Don't go away. We will return with more. Are you interested in natural remedies? Unlock the secrets of herbalism and traditional holistic healing modalities with the 12-month Herbalism Mentorship Program. I will be your mentor, Sharon Maureen. I have been practicing and teaching herbalism for three decades. Dive deep into the world of herbs each month. Learn their history, how herbs support your body, and even make your own remedies. I am also a nutritional consultant and life coach. I will be by your side and you will be mentored, but you will also be supported in healing your own body. Limited spots are available for this transformative journey, so seize the opportunity to deepen your connection to the healing power of herbs. Connect with me at SharonMaureen.com today to secure your spot and start your path to wellness with the Herbalism Mentorship beginning January 2024. Thinking about getting away for a day or an overnight stay? Pristine Pacific Northwest Island Beauty is closer and more affordable than you may think. From unspoiled hills to uncrowded Puget Sound shoreline, from wildlife and stately evergreen forests to bald eagles and blue herons, Whidbey and Camino Islands have it all. They're both located in Puget Sound and are an easy drive from either Seattle or Vancouver, B.C. Both islands are accessible by bridge, and each island is a wonder of nature and scenic beauty to be enjoyed by the entire family. To visit this classic Pacific Northwest experience, visit WhidbeyCamanoIslands.com or like them on Facebook to see all they have to offer. You'll discover that island time is just a short drive away and can be affordably yours this weekend. Whidbey and Camano Islands, the shortest distance to far away. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 AM KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Walking your talk? Take us with you. The KKNW app makes streaming our programming easy on your phone or tablet.
And welcome back to Solation with Sarah Marine on Lift Your Spirits Radio. And we've been talking with Christina Donka this morning about homeopathy and where it originated from, that it is a medically regulated um, source of medicine. So it's not some voodoo. It is, it is the real deal. Um, what's missing is the expertise to use it. And so Christina, because of her own um, experience with homeopathy, ended up going back to school 2,000 hours plus later and now seeing hundreds and hundreds of people. She's got the expertise. And now she is, uh, what do you call you, the executive director of? You tell me. Yes. So uh, I'm the executive exec- I'm executive director of the National Center for Homeopathy. And and in that, I am combining my previous career as an accountant with my homeopathy school certification. And so just now supporting all of the people that come to our website to learn about homeopathy. Beautiful. And you were talking about some remedies before uh, we went to the break. And you talked about uh, an onion remedy called, you fill in the blank. So the onion, yep. Onion remedy is Allium Sepa. That's a really, really good crying. one for allergies. Yeah. 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 For the tears, yep. watery eyes, anything that with onion would cause, because you said one of the principles was like produces like, onion will make you cry, but as a homeopathy remedy, it will help you clear up that that those symptoms right you talked about arnica and actually one that's prescribed often by even medical doctors and you said that's good for a a, a, um, like a fall a bruise i've had many people after surgery before surgery use it and then uh you said something about homeopathy the remedy but that the one of the differences about homeopathy and how it works it, it works on an emotional level so you don't just prescribe a remedy based upon uh, bodily symptoms only. You know, it's in, like you said, Arnica is for that one. It says, I'm fine, it's fine, right? Right. Um, so would there be like another remedy for someone that's like, oh my God, you know, I, this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me in my life. You know? <laughs> they stub their toe on the Alamo, right? What would the remedy be for them? Right. Well, actually, in so the the second um, probably top remedy for say that accident situation or you know where we we've got our falling on the trail example, uh, that's a remedy called aconite, and that is for somebody that feels really panicky. So they're feeling really panicky. They're really like they just had an accident and they're almost like really panicky, but they can also be almost like that person in shock or they're so afraid. Mm-hmm. And that would be the remedy called aconite. So, mm-hmm. yep. So for for what we would call an acute situation, which is something that comes on really quickly you know, not something that's lasting years and years, but something that comes on really quickly or a first aid situation. Um, you're mostly really looking at physical symptoms, but some emotional mental components come in there. So like in mm-hmm. the difference between Arnica and Aconite, you were looking at somebody that's really panicked and really, really upset versus that person who's just, I'm fine, I'm fine. And they both mm-hmm. clearly are not fine, right? 
And so that's where the little tricks of knowing some of the emotional, you know, what's going on and then what the remedy can help with will help you narrow down a remedy. Yeah. And and the beautiful thing about it is if you took one and it wasn't the right one, you didn't cause yourself any harm. Right. It's yeah, it's not dangerous, you know, or you and then you try aconite and then you get the, the result. That's a beautiful thing. You take the wrong medication, it could be the, a very detrimental. But with homeopathy, it's it's not that way. I mean, if anybody's raised kids and um, used homeopathy, uh, I can guarantee you they've got into a few more <laughs> white pills they should have because right. uh, the kids don't have any discretion. But it didn't hurt them. It wasn't dangerous. And, you know, I had a child end up in the emergency room because of what. It found uh, grandma's pills, right? And they stayed, had to stay in the hospital. It didn't happen yeah. with homeopathy. So that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So you've, you've, you've given us some really practical remedies for some physical things. I want to uh, talk to you a little bit about uh, remedies for emotional well-being, for managing uh, stress. And um, I, I think we'll go there. I mean, our world is very topsy-turvy right now. I mean, I, we you yeah. see so many terms thrown around about what may happen in the world as it relates to war, you know, rumors of women being drafted and, um, yeah. you know, lots of things that if it can cause a lot of duress and the economy, being able to, <laughs> to go grocery shopping and not have to, um, you know, leave the right arm on the table. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's, it can be scary and it can take your mind captive. And the body can experience a lot of anxiety. In fact, it's sleep and anxiety are probably the number one thing people come into. And then the third would be gut health. So can you share with us maybe some remedies that might be beneficial for managing stress, um, anxiety, and I will throw sleeplessness in there yeah. in our last few minutes. And then I'm going to have you talk a little bit more about your organization. So yeah. go for it. Okay, well, so what I always say is symptoms are our friend. So before ever even going into a store and kind of staring at the, you know, all the the line of all the products and everything, you want to note your symptoms, either note your own or note the person that you're trying to help. And symptoms in sometimes we're made to be afraid of our symptoms, you know, oh, that's going to be something really terrible. But in homeopathy, symptoms are your friend. You want to see them. They're they're your clues to what remedies might help. So you want to note your symptoms. Somebody might be sleepless because of pain, or they might be sleepless because they're worried about somebody else, or, you know, there could be many, many reasons that you're experiencing sleeplessness. So it's not a one homeopathic remedy fits all. You want to know what is causing that sleeplessness. You also want to um, look at what makes it better or worse. In homeopathy, it's really important to know what makes it better or worse. Are you better, you know, getting to sleep if, say, you're in a warm room or a cold room, or maybe putting your feet out of the covers. These are some of the weird questions that Sharon kind of said, you know, we talk about in a homeopathic interview, but these are all little clues to a piece of a puzzle. So when you 
are able to kind of think about, okay, this is my experience of, in this case, sleeplessness. I always also then say, write it down. Even if it's on the back of an envelope, it doesn't have to be formal. You don't have to wait till you get that beautiful notebook. Just grab a piece of paper, date it and write it down. So when you write down your symptoms, that'll help you then narrow down what remedy will help with your particular symptom. So in the case of sleeplessness, I'll give a few examples, but again, I, you know, these, they are not guaranteed to work for somebody until you know your own symptoms. Uh, but what, sometimes sleeplessness is caused by grief or anxiety, you know, um, around loss. A really great remedy for grief is called Ignatia. Um, so that's a remedy that you could, you know, if you, if, if it's something that you're grieving and grief can take many forms, right? So, but if that's causing you sleeplessness as one of your main symptoms and that's, what's bothering you, you can think about the remedy Ignatia. Another, and oh yeah, go ahead. Can I ask you a question about that? So, yeah. Um, many people are experiencing grief about what's happening around the world. Um, a lot of my coaching clients will say they are in path and they have grief, you know, they feel everybody's emotions. W would Ignatia be a, a remedy for that type of thing? It could be, it could be, but yeah. then, then you, but without looking like we really want to hone in, you know, without okay. looking at what that express, some of them might be feeling that, but now they're also angry about mm. that. And that would be another remedy that okay. um, could possibly be like arsenicum album or another remedy where, you know, depending on what they're feeling because of what's going on in the world and how they're expressing, if it's anger, then that could be different than just a deep sadness or, mm. um, you know, an, or, or sleeplessness or, you know, just a different expression. Um, but, it, but it definitely could be Ignatian here, top, top three. And what I, what I like to do actually for, you know, somebody that wants to learn how to use homeopathy on their own, always, I always recommend resources. So mm -hmm. getting a book, getting um, now, you know, even though I elected to do the professional program, which was thousands of hours, believe it or not, like in everything, now you can do a lot of webinars online, you can take classes, um, you can do, you can pay for classes, you can do free webinars, uh, but a lot of times they're around a particular topic. So mm -hmm. find a stress webinar, homeopathy and stress, and that would kind of give you tools to be able to say, okay, these are maybe the top five remedies for stress. And now I need to narrow them down. And this, you know, by knowing my own symptoms is how I can narrow them down. That's the way you're going to be able to get a best targeted homeopathic solution. I will, it doesn't have ahead. to, it, I just want to say, I don't think it needs to, it's not scary. I mean, it may sound complicated, no. but it's like a bingo game. You know, yeah, you put exactly. the, you know, you play X that, oh yeah, I'm, you know, I get yeah. emotional in the evening. Oh, I don't like my, my feet in the covers. Oh, I love a cold room. You yeah. know, it's a few little, all of a sudden, bingo, it's this. It's not as complicated as it may sound. Um, I want to ask you, can you just give us three remedies 
just name them off for stress. And then I want you to give me the website and where people can find these resources and some webinars. All righties. And also how they can contact you for teaching classes. Okay. So yeah, three yeah. remedies. So I would say I would look at Ignatia, uh, an, a remedy called Arsenicum album, and then what would be my top third? Um, well, so we, so we were talking about sleeplessness. Let's go with one that's sleeplessness and stress. I would say Coculus is a remedy. Mm. But I also do want to put in a plug for, and I know you carry the products in your store, Sharon. Um, when people are starting out, there's also nothing wrong with going in and getting a combination remedy. And there is a really great one called Stress Calm. So mm. I, you don't even have time to talk about combination remedies right now, but Stress Calm is another option for somebody that just really you know, is getting started in homeopathy and wants to, and wants a, a safe, you know, gentle solution. That's good. And what's the website, Christina, where people can find more information and some resources for education? Yeah. So the website for the National Center for Homeopathy is homeopathycenter.org. And homeopathy is is a H O M E O P A T H Y. Some it's hard to spell sometimes, but homeopathycenter.org. And there's a lot of free resources. Download infographics on how to get started. Um, we do a monthly free webinar for anybody, and then we have for people that become a member, we've got. Um, I think probably 40 to 50 webinars that you can just watch, you know, in your member as part of your membership. So, so say that website one more time. Say that website one more time. So it's homeopathycenter.org. Great. And then if people want to get in contact uh, with you about teaching, they can reach out to me at uh, SharonMoreen.com or TwinPeaksNW.com. And I'm really thankful that all of you joined us. I hope you walk away with some very practical information. Don't forget the words Arnica, Ignatia, uh, Allium, Sipa. I mean, these are all really practical things. Come into the store at Twin Peaks Nutrition Wellness Boutique in North Bend, and we know enough to support you. And if not, I know who to contact, and we can get some answers for you. And so I look forward to having you visit me at my store. We have eclectic gifts wellness services, cosmetic tattooing, supplements, so much more. And if you want some help in your life just to manage and thrive from the inside out, and I am forever grateful to KKNW and Benny being the hostess with the mostest. He's just a kind, genuine, wonderful person. And I wish the radio station all the best in the future. And I want to thank you all for joining us. Thank you, Christina, for joining us. You are the best.